The following episode of What You Want to Know was recorded before the U.S. presidential race was called for Joseph Biden. This marks for many a return to some semblance of normal. Back to a normal where there is no longer a single point of blame and the responsibility for the racism, xenophobia, homophobia, and sexism that permeates American society is now redistributed back to the people. What You Want to Know is recorded in Great White Portland. room right now a lot of energy that is that therapy you said that's that therapy i said i, I just had <laughs> therapy okay so yeah that's pretty much what you said that's that that's therapy. therapy i got shit to get out this episode gonna be dry from chris standpoint <laughs> what will be will be <laughs> This too shall pass. I think um, having a black therapist makes me realize that uh, had I had more than two black teachers throughout my 20-year educational career, I might be a president of the universe <laughs> it's just wild it's just wild like this is what white people just have just yeah. like representation to the point where it's not even representation it's just like water you're a fish you don't even know it's water it's crazy like it's crazy how much better having a black therapist is than any other therapy i've ever done in my life it's fucking you can't even compare it so i just imagine what if i had a black teacher in algebra two and not mr brown no shade to mr brown ironically i I just got the name and he's a white man i get it but uh (laughs) no shade but uh not interested who knows what could have been leon eric what could have been have i ever told you the story about uh my brother's algebra teacher no so back when i'm putting my brother on blast right now a little bit but (laughs) whatever he's a fucking phd biomedical engineer just killing it right now so whatever you You have to compliment him after you're done yes sandwich okay so uh when he was young i was actually just talking to my mom about this the other day about just like uh allies who stepped up just out of like that's what they did they were there to make sure that people uh achieve success that they couldn't get to necessarily uh, open gateways and open doors for them so uh my brother was a bit of a rapscallion as a young man um and uh, you know he wasn't really that good at school and caused a little bit of trouble and strife with my mom and 
in middle school, so like seventh or eighth grade, um, he had, there was a single black teacher at our full, at our like kindergarten through eighth grade school, one single black teacher. And she wasn't a full-time teacher. She was only there to like teach algebra. And she saw that my brother was like not succeeding and not doing well in school. And she was like, oh, he's just not challenged. Like, it's not that he's stupid or that he's average or anything else. It's just like, he's not being challenged. So she went out of her way to petition to the school to let him take algebra after school, like basically the math club. And after like one semester, they're like, well, his grades aren't, uh, he's not cutting it. He's falling behind. This isn't worth it. And she was like, no, give me time to do my thing. And then like from that moment on, dude flipped into straight A student, like went off to high school, crushed it in high school, went off to university and his runway goes on forever. And that's that kind of thing of like, yeah, he never really saw himself and nobody took the time to see themselves in him either. And then it just took one teacher to do that. And it's funny that it happens to be algebra because and you said algebra too earlier, but I, yeah. you know, and father Cassidy was the one who went out on a limb for me to like, get me into the private school into St. Gregory when everybody else was like, nah, we're not going to let him in. There's a wait list. And Father Cassidy. Father Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Still to this day, I'm like, I remember Father Cassidy. I'm just like, man, he was, he was a dope priest. Mm. He was one of the good ones. I think, I don't know. <laughs> speaking of uh white men i'd like to add a white man to the, to the white man i'd like to have dinner with matthew mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey yeah yeah this just wants to fucking party man no i've been listening he has he just wrote a book and i've been listening he's been on a lot of podcasts lately and uh that guy makes me chuckle He's also that. got insight that's kind of dampened because he's Matthew McConaughey and you can't really get past that fact. But uh, yeah, I'm going to add him to that list of uh, white men I'd have dinner with. I don't know if I'd, uh, I think he's um, probably because I've seen him at a tailgate. So like I saw him at a, the USC Texas Rose Bowl game. So there's a story about him at that game. Oh, yeah. you, you got to listen to his podcast, dude. Like, it's oh, shit. Uh, not his podcast, not his podcast, but he talks about how he got to that game you're talking about. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I listened to it because, like, yeah. I saw him. I met Warren Moon. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Warren Moon drop. <laughs> Warren Moon drop. We were just like walking oh. up to the stadium. And Holy then shit. my buddy Rob was next to me and he was like, yo. Is that Warren Moon right in front Wait, of Warren Moon? Huh? Were those two together? They weren't. It was completely okay, separate incidents. If it had been McConaughey and Warren Moon hanging out, Ooh, that, that would have been. Be... That's a hell of a tailgate. Ooh. Wait, yeah. where did Warren Moon go to college? I don't know. I think he's from I... Texas. Okay. I feel like he went to like a small school or something, didn't yeah. he? I don't know. 
I mean, like, if wasn't you were one about of those people to say like, like SMU or something SMU? like that. Yeah. Then Randall Cunningham. Something <laughs> <like that. laughs> Shit. Fran dude. Tarkington. And then Warren. Michael Vick tried to ask for a burger, and I was like, nah, play it. Why am I playing? Nah, Vick. Play. Too soon at the time. Too soon. <laughs> I mean, maybe we got into this before, I think, off podcast, but, um, you know, as a dog lover, and I, I st- the outrage that Vic, uh, the outrage among white people that Vic had was was just very yes. kind of still has yeah has. yeah yeah has has yeah. true 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 um, is just so hip fucking critical to me, and it always was. Um, it's like dude grow grew up from the fucking peanut boiling, like South yo. Mm-hmm. And like fighting dogs is a thing. Fighting chickens is a thing in places, right? Fighting animals is a thing. And it was just the reaction to this man was like, well, I mean, it is just a reflection of what America is actually. So yeah, currently right now. Like he, you know, they always say you do the crime, you pay the time or whatever you give your you do your debt to society or whatever and mm-hmm. all that my man got locked up that everything like the book thrown at him mm-hmm. everything taken away from him and still people are just saying well i don't know if i want him showing up to a pro bowl game because of what he did meanwhile you've got ben roethlisberger be raping exactly burgers um does he have a restaurant called Bratz and Burgers? Because no. if he doesn't, he should probably pay us because of name. Did, I would not go there. I was yeah. Uh no, no. Um I mean I didn't even order it, this. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh no, I just I don't know what that word means. Um sorry. Ooh, that's not good. That's I I re- I apologize for that. Redacted. Um, I gotta yeah. go. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, three minutes in, Chris has gone to walk his dog. Um but uh that that whole thing, the whole in theory, what jail is supposed to be, you know, is you are rehabilitated. <clears throat> funny uh and then you're done and then you get out and then but like if you're a felon and you pay your debt and you leave you don't get to vote anymore yep. and like it's a whole big thing that a lot of places that places are starting to try and give felons back their vote when they get out yeah and like it, the whole thing i was just listening about it uh in florida they had a bipartisan or at, or at least like that it was across lines that people voted overwhelmingly to give back voting rights to felons and then as soon as that happened then the government who wanted nothing to do with it stepped in to try and control it and it's just because they it's just man ugh. i'm just so tired of it all did you know that a nosedived <laughs> convicted felon while not able to vote can still run for senate Mm. can they own a gun uh certain i think it depends on the state Nonviolent crime oh go to the state Mm. yeah i don't know man i think uh i mean i don't give a fuck i 
I don't know if one should go to jail for two prison, sorry, prison for two years for running a dog fighting ring. Um, yeah. No. I don't know. I don't there's, think so. There's things that people do to other humans that yes, they get that you don't get probation for. Yeah. I was also going to say like prison yeah. is literally a human fighting ring to a lot of like wardens and inmate security, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, Didn't that white boy kill somebody and then they just probably. were too rich to understand what that meant? So oh, you, oh, the one from Stanford or something? No. no, the white boy no, who had influenza. No. Not influenza. Who had, uh, who had, uh, <laughs> just wheezing. The white what was it called? Blue. What's it called when you're rich? Affluenza. Sorry. Oh, affluenza. Yeah. And that bullshit was accepted. Like, what? Really? Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah. you know, they would never turn that around from the bottom up. There's no way that you can say that, well, based on how I was raised and these situations that I have no control over around me, which is essentially what they're saying about this person, right? Oh, 100%. Um, it would never work the other way. No. Ever. That's just some handshake, good old boy, good old white man club bullshit. It would the also not be the, if it were. Good old white man club. The white man club. <laughs> Tonight if at the White Man Club, we have Brooke Gravy. Brooke Gravy performing at the White Man Club. We'd just show. be like in the corner getting all the free drinks and food we can before it gets ruined. <laughs> I feel like that's happened. I mean, yeah, basically. Basically, shit, man. Hey, if you guys want to go over to the bar and grab a drink before you're set, feel okay. Yeah, what okay, would we do? <laughs> what would we do if, like, we got offered, like, Fifty thousand, like to, to do a do show at the Mac like the or something, and like at the G, no, like for like a GOP conference. I mean, I mean, I would want to know what the security situation was. Yeah, because like, I would I, just go on stage and say some pointed ass shit. I mean, I would use part of the money to hire our own security. That's probably a good idea, and some vests. Yeah. No. I don't think we're wearing face shields because of COVID, but no, that's this shit's bulletproof. I don't think you can't do it, Chris. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I really don't. Fifty G's. Fifty G, man. All you got to do is like thirty minutes. Fifteen minutes of it is just us talking. Yeah, you know how we open. (laughs) 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 Ah, man. That probably won't go well. <laughs> It'll probably be 15 tough minutes. Mm. I just think we have, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, as you see, we have a, a country of people who are pretending to, that their choices just are a result of finances. 48% no. and growing. I mean, bro. White women mm-hmm. be tripping. Be tripping. Increased percentage. <sighs> Black men. Increase. Increased percentage. God, man. I, I mean, Black women got to be so tired of 
all of us, everybody. Oh yeah. The planet. They just must be like, so I'm slowly still watching um, Lovecraft. And mm. I just got to, wait, has everybody seen Lovecraft? I have seen Lovecraft. I have so seen I just, all of Lovecraft. So I just got to her doing her thing in space and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that and, was, uh, that's a good that's probably my favorite episode. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could get into it. That afro, that skin, just the fucking, the story itself. It was amazing. But uh, yeah, sometimes I just think like, a ship is going to arrive one day and be like, oh shit, we're sorry. We ran out of gas back in this, <laughs> back near this black hole. We're here to pick y'all up. Like, you weren't even supposed to be here this long. You're the only reason that this fucking planet is actually still around. And they're only going to take black women. They're only going to take black women. <laughs> and black men are going to be like, uh, wait, what? Sister, sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like, we fucking deserve it. Actually, Shit. black women would probably be so selfless that they would say, actually, you know what? Hold on. I'm not going anywhere without my men. And they would wait and they would wait. Maybe like, where the fuck are these Negroes? And, and then, then they finally- show up with white women. <laughs> <laughs> Can I bring my... <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, it's not funny. <sighs> All that happened, I just have like a picture of uh, Warren Moon up on my screen. <laughs> Warren Moon has a big ass head, man. He has a huge forehead. He yeah. went to Washington. That's how he got oh. the name. Okay, he went to Washington. Washington. Maybe Randall Cunningham went to like. Uh, southern randall went to like a like a like a, a, a college yeah. with two directions on it okay like southeastern <laughs> or like south east side kentucky state <laughs> i don't know he mm, randall randall talking all my vikings quarterbacks right now yeah oh yeah that's right forgot about that nope that's wrong he went to unlv jesus I mean, all right. No, we I don't have a direction in it at all. No. Don't know shit. Oh, I got rid of my Facebook, y'all. Oh, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, just cut the uh, cord. I cut that cord. I cut that cord. I find I found it to be unnecessary for for what I'm trying to do in my <laughs> life. I got to figure right. out that whole front porch session. Yeah, I was gonna say you still promoting. From porch sessions on it, I or? was, but I'm also curious. Like, was it making that big of a fucking difference? And I don't know. I'll just figure out out something else. But um, I just don't need to. Uh, I don't need to read all these posts from white people for a while. If I'm keeping it real, and these are my friends, but I'm not very interested in what you have to say. And I don't know when I will be. When I truly will be, if I'm being honest, when I truly will be again. Um, so if you see my eyes glazing over, or if I just simply walk away as you're speaking, um, don't take offense to it. Um, I'm just tired in a way that uh, I'm going to be taking care of myself for, for years. For years. I'm actually oh, yeah. curious what I'm going to do. 
I feel all these um, changes inside of me. <laughs> I sound like, was this Team Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, God, are you there? This is this Chris. <laughs> I feel like, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. You going to go on a walkabout or something, man? I would love to go on a walkabout, man. McConaughey, there's another story he has about a walkabout that's good. Um, I think it's easier to go on a walkabout when you're wealthy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I don't have that eat, pray, love money. But um, I mean, you could just do it. I could just do it. But also remember, a walkabout and that eat, pray, love is different when you're black. It's like, uh, it's, <laughs> it's like a, I'm not going to get in around. a time machine. Like everything's different when you're black. Oh. When you're black, a time machine pops up. I'm going to the future. And even then I'm careful. Yeah. Why would I go to the past? I'm maybe going to a specific day in like the 2000s like i'm going back to barack obama's <laughs> inauguration day just to relive it he's gonna sit there in chicago just <laughs> just, just uh, yeah but do i know what the book eat pray love is about it sounds like science fiction the way y'all are talking right oh this is not eat, i think he's combining a you're lot combining things right yeah oh so just to be clear pray love Eat, Pray, Love has no, there nothing is a to book. do with time travel. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, no, that's no, okay. Just yeah, she yeah, just yeah. like goes to Europe and like finds herself. Yeah. She like I think she know, goes to uh, India, finds oh, a white India? man in India, and yeah. like oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> she goes to find. Cold. You're trying to find yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. We should uh, we should summarize books that we've only heard of. But <laughs> 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 my summary of Eat, Pray, Love is this: white woman leaves her husband. Goes to India, finds another white man who's just older, and uh, drinks some tea, and then like they fall in love, maybe. Yeah, I think she also goes to like Tuscany, and like <laughs> learns how I mean, to make pasta and all that shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit. Well, and then you know what the love part is. <laughs> it's love. all just all all deleted scenes from Pelican yeah. Brief. <laughs> It's just mm. Stella. That's how Stella got her groove back. Elegant Breeze, the man. white woman. I really like that movie, man. I really like Denzel's hustle. Uh, what's his his character's name is Gray something, I think. Oh. Yeah, but uh, him and Julia had some chemistry. I feel like Hollywood wasn't ready for it though. Yeah. They don't hammer though. I uh, you just say? <laughs> I said they, they don't hear me though. It's like uh, wow, something they they used to say in rap songs. <laughs> that's not what, what, the, what did you hear, Chris? This is what I heard. Hammer hammer ho. <laughs> I was like, hammer hammer ho. Hammer hammer ho. I finally watched uh, Boomerang for you, oh. Chris. Nice. Oh shit! I forgot you haven't seen that. I was like, oh shit! There's Boomerang. I'm gonna do Chris Proud, and I watched it. Was it and just on TV or Netflix? Oh, okay. oh shit. I was hoping it was on like TNT. What'd oh, you think like about it? I watched a, a two-hour movie for <laughs> almost three hours <laughs> with all the curse words edited over. A young Halle um, Berry and a young Robin Givens. Oof! Oof! My goodness. Uh. It was a little rough. <laughs> a little rough. Uh, In what way? It was 1992, <laughs> and they just just a lot of very loose talk. 
I'm that, guessing it was somewhat homophobic. Was it homophobic? Yes. Yeah, that's what I heard. But with a tinge of, in 1992, this might be as much as they would let you push back against that. Oh, okay. With the D- David Allen Greer character, who was hands down my favorite part of the movie, because he was the only person who seemed to have any sort of conscience, except that it was like half-assed rom-com where Eddie Murphy just swooped in on Holly Berry, who was hanging out with David Allen Greer, slept with her. He, Dag found out, like figured it out while they're playing pool and was like, fuck you. And then they just kind of made up, like, we're boys. And I'm like, no, man, that was (laughs) fucked up. Well, Martin Lawrence helped them make up, right? We boys, man. We he, boys. He got them to he got them over to his place for chicken. Yeah, and they made they made up on the uh, like the rooftop, and then Martin Lawrence came out and was like, "He's like, you two need to get together." He's like, "We just figured all this out." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, oh, I need a hug." Okay. So I mean, it's a joke and everything, but like it just it, there was there was a lot of stuff that was like, "Oof, ooh, ooh." And then there's also just a fuck ton of chemistry and charisma on the camera. Like, there mm-hmm. were just people popping out that I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know you were in this. Oh, shit, I How'd didn't know. How do you feel you know. about Eartha Kitt? I, I mean, Eartha Kitt is fucking awesome. And it just was like, she was just kind of a joke in it, which made like, me a little sad. A woman that wants to have sex with people. And she has no power, so she just uses... And so it was like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted better for Eartha. That's it's all. It's funny listening to you dissect Boomerang yeah. with your 2020 brain. Like yeah. 100%. Yep. If yeah. I had seen that movie in 1990, I don't know, six in even. 2019. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I probably first off like the first thing I thought when I was watching it was all black everything. Mm-hmm. There was like six white people in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, there's tons of stuff that was funny. There's lots of stuff I liked, and even half of the stuff Martin Lawrence said I thought was really funny. Yeah, and then the other half it was just like, yo. But also he wouldn't be happy about that now. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, oh, and there was one. They, the, the three of them go out to like lunch at this place that looks like a trash ass like sports bar like a like a chain sports bar I'm like oh, why are they going to lunch here yeah um and they proceed to have a conversation about hermaphrodites that I was just like oh, okay interesting <laughs> interesting that Eddie is is sitting in on this uh-huh. given his probably current at that time history soon to be that was before the it was uh, before check the toes oh, oh yeah. fucking <laughs> check the toes thing is so stupid the toes weren't even that fucked up that was the thing too oh they like, were funky those toes they were they, were, they weren't jaggedy. great <laughs> but they weren't go back and watch it they weren't as jacked as you probably remember huh okay i don't think they were but i was on my small screen maybe if i had a uh, had the like 42 inch and not the 20 inch or whatever mm. um it was fine by rom-com standards some of those 
usual things that I'm like, oh, of course, you're going to end up with Holly Berry. Sure, fine. But this is rom com uh, standards in the ni- in 90s. That's what you yes. got to remember. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking. It so was how like a real big deal. Are you it just, I just, it just needed a little bit extra. I feel like it. They cut just enough of the corner. Mm. And honestly, I could have taken a little less player Eddie Murphy and more come up and Eddie Murphy because I was I enjoying they, that part. I think they they would have learned that now, but you know, for the oh, time, sure. I think it, they were just figuring out. But I really liked uh, Grace Jones. Ooh, Grace yeah. Jones went ham in that movie. She. Did not give up. Oh my God. She was fucking great in the movie. Here's the thing. And I'm going to say, I think Grace Jones is sexy. I think Grace Jones is sexy. I don't understand why everybody was always going in on Grace Jones. I think it might be because she threat she, she was threatening the people, her look, her attitude, um, just who she was. I think she was just like this strong tall mu- muscular like sexy black woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like um with african features right yes and mm-hmm. i think that's what people were like but i was always like i don't know i think i, don't know, I think grace jones is sexy she had the flat top like i had a flat top you know she jamaican though is she jamaican oh yeah spanish I town did not know that yeah man born a yard Oh shit! Wait, is downtown Julie Brown? Downtown Julie Brown's not Jamaican, is she? I haven't, I, I haven't heard that name. I know who downtown Julie Brown is. No, no. Because she was British. She had a British accent, but I'm curious if she was Jamaican descent. You oh might be of descent, yeah. Because downtown Julie Brown, man, I used to just have the biggest crush on her. Bedfordshire, United Bowie. Kingdom. Not David Bowie. She dated um, who's white wedding dude? White. Oh, wedding. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. They dated for a while. Mm-hmm. The fuck is his name? David Bowie. No, it's not David Bowie. <laughs> hey. Oh know. my god. Oh my god. Come but on. But you got that good. You got that good uh, Jadar right there. By the way, Chris, because her father good. is Jamaican. Oh right, I knew it. Got that Jadar. <laughs> God, David Bowie. It's not David Bowie. It's the other one. The, yep, the other one. I don't want to look Rick it up. Rick Simon. No. Uh, David Bowie and... You saying that like they're connected. It's a nice day for... Because... No, I know white, you're... Wide wording. White guy makeup. Uh... What the fuck is his name? Juice face is like it's fucking. I had to. I looked it up, so I'm I'm out of the game. I'm out of. Is David Bowie? Is does it sound like David Bowie a little bit? No, not at all. No. Oh my god, Mick Jagger, white man. You have the right number of syllables with Mick Jagger. No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can see his face. I can see his snarl. That white, white hair. Oh, fuck. Bo. Bo? No. God, it's the bow that's fucking me up. Mm. Bo. 
London, John. No, John London, John London, <laughs> Jack London. Jack. Anyways, I hope it pops into one of our heads soon. Um, uh. um, we missed you last week, Chris. We missed you. What happened last week? I don't know. I don't know. We just recorded without you. You did. You did. <laughs> What was I doing? Front porch sessions. Yeah, front porch sessions. <laughs> oh, did you? Is it out? Yeah. No, I won't. Yeah, listen you gonna to listen it. to it? Okay. Yeah, it's like what? You, you gonna read Eric's about? article? You talk about the article? Yeah, we yeah. talked about our shared experience. Mm. I read. I read Eric's piece. I just haven't read the article yet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We didn't talk. About, the article hadn't come out yet. Like the. Uh, the actual periodical hadn't come out yet. Are you all not saying who the paper is? We haven't, and we're the person. I don't know. Should we? Oh, I don't Should... need you to say the person. I was just curious because, like, if I if I release that that email I got, I'm not gonna even say her name or what she does or anything. But yeah. I was just curious if you talked about them. Identities have been concealed to protect the guilty. But they'll probably um, put something on our like Facebook page or Instagram where they're like, this is what, crap. I didn't do blah, 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 blah. Like, what would have happened if, because what, like, if you all just kind of stopped the interview and just discussed like what was happening, do you think he would have been receptive to that at all? If you were just like, look, this is what I'm feeling from you right now. This is what you're doing. Like you're invalidating shit. It's not cool. So we can either keep doing this and you can change it up right now or like we're done. I mean, I feel like at best <clears throat> it's that kind of like overly apologetic. I didn't realize bullshit that suddenly makes you feel like you're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. But like at best, did. Eric, you did cor- uh, attempt to course correct him yeah. in a couple places where you were like, hey, you're not listening to what we're saying and you're mm-hmm. just taking stupid minutia details and using that as the basis for a counter argument. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, well, it's important and I'm just looking to like put things out there and be provocative and see if we can find something that sticks. See what sticks. Let's see what sticks. What, see what the sticks. fuck? How old was this dude? Man, I was surprised when I saw his picture. I was real surprised. Well, why were you surprised? Because I thought that he was older than he is. I think that's an old-ass picture. Have oh, you seen okay. a newer picture? Or just that oh, one where he looks like sitting in a bar and someone took a picture with like a one... <laughs> Like a, like a one, one that looked like someone took a picture with the Nokia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that that brand new 1997 Nokia. Yeah. Um, they stopped their game of caterpillar or snake. My, or whatever that was my guess is that he's mid to late 40s. Mm. Oh, That's see, the impression I was thinking I got. he was older, even older during than that. the interview. I was thinking he was like in his 60s, kind of thing. 60s. Yeah, that's what I was thinking during the interview and after. Oh, it. oh, okay. That's I mean, that's a bold number. Mm. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. 60 is the new 40. I know plenty of people who are right, 60. Chris? 
What am I, 60? I know you're 45, know. but 40. you'll feel 45 when you're 60. I mean, I'm 44, first of all. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Add an extra years to my life. <laughs> we'll talk again in March. Well, because other you're people 44. are trying to take them away, so we're adding them on. <laughs> Shit. Mm. Bo Derek. Bo are Derek. you just going through, like... <laughs> It's Are the bow that's song? throwing me up. Billy Idol. Billy. There you go. Billy. 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 Yeah. Billy. You just Billy said. Idol? Oh, Billy oh. Idol. Billy Idol? Billy Idol. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I thought Billy Idol was the other Billy, the piano man for a second. That's why I was like. The piano man. Oh, Billy. John. Don't say Billy. Wait, Billy. Oh, fuck. What's Will his you? name? Bill. It is Billy. No, Bill. Fuck. Springsteen. <laughs> Springsteen. Not Springsteen. Uh, Springsteen. Billy. Everybody. Billy. Gene? Billy <laughs> Joel. 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 Nice. Yes. Nice. Nice. There we go. We got there. Ah, moving out. <laughs> um, so I'm not a Pearl Jam fan. I'm not I don't not like Pearl Jam, but they just don't mean anything to me really. But I am now <laughs> I mean that in a way like you know, yeah. Just it's just not on your. Radar. Yeah, it's just when you said it out loud, it made it sound worse than it actually was. You're like, they just don't mean anything to me. <laughs> but I am an, now an Eddie Vedder fan. What did he talk um, about? It? Well, actually, set this up. Uh, so Eddie Vedder was on Howard Stern, uh, and I get it. Howard Stern, blah blah blah. He's whatever i listen to i don't howard think stern. anyone cares about howard stern anymore. i'm not i'm not apologizing for listening to howard stern he does really good interviews and he interviewed eddie vetter and it was about three hours uh just vetter's life uh how he came up how he got into music um his interactions with other musicians how he how he comes up with songs his political beliefs um i still i want to actually listen to it again he sang, he did a cover, and I have no idea what the song was. It's super famous. Uh, and it made me very emotional. And like Howard started crying. Robin. Uh, Robin's still listening. on the show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh, shit. around. She had to stop listening. And like uh, Eddie Vedder's just, I was, I don't want to say impressed because that just sounds weird. I just was like, oh, shit. I wouldn't want to have dinner with him just because I don't think it would be fun. But I would love to just talk to him. I would love to sit down and have a conversation with him. Just no, no food. Would you do coffee with no Eddie food involved. I would do, I would do, I don't drink coffee, but I would do coffee tea. with Eddie Vedder. You'd have tea? Definitely. I don't drink tea. Yeah, no. Do you uh, eat scones? Just, I don't like scones. Just get muffins. one of those plastic cups I don't and like fill muffins. it up with water. Uh... I don't know. Fucking. I would do bread. hot chocolate. Like banana bread. Okay. Drink a hot chocolate. You drink a hot chocolate with you? Whipped cream yeah. or no? No, man. Fucking whipped cream. Uh, do you put any like cinnamon on in the on top of the hot chocolate? Cinnamon? 
Yeah, just give it a little winter vibe. <laughs> it's fucking hot chocolate. It's winter already. Yeah, but people put like cayenne and spice in it. And... Yeah, mix it up. <sighs> oh, have you had those like drinking chocolates? Like where it's like pure. Mm-hmm. It's like pure chocolate. Pure chocolate that they mix with, yeah. um, I think it's like a heavy cream or something cream. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. That's some good stuff. It warms you up. Yeah, it does. It warms you up. Broke gravy. It warms you up. I think I'm going to get that new shirt y'all dropped. Um, I like it. Oh. I like it. That what's good? Yeah. Yeah. We should give a shirt away, maybe. I gave one to the person who recommended the the uh, idea. Oh, shit. Okay. Because that was an Instagram hey, thing. Leon, did you Some leave stuff. a Broke Gravy shirt at... Um, to Race's house on purpose when you used to live there at the bottom? Yeah. Okay, so did you leave it for, for uh, her uh, boyfriend, her husband? husband? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just I just found out that he wears it all the time and that he's a low-key broke gravy listener and he loves yeah. the show. Dope. He's like, I always catch him like listening to it. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. She's like, and he's always wearing that shirt Leon left. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, oh, we all left him a broke grave shirt. That was nice of you. Yeah. That's great. They were, um, uh, they were good upstairs neighbors. Yeah. Congratulations to them. They just bought their first house. Yeah? Yep. So they moved out of the, uh, moving the out of the haunted castle. mansion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Haunted Rest mansion. I don't know. It's an old house. just saying weird stuff. It probably yeah, is It's haunted. an old-ass house. It's yeah. next so not to the place that. you used to be? Yeah, it's the place I was in the basement of. That's southeast. Oh, did I say southwest? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Come on. What are directions anymore? It's 2020. Uh, what am I, Randall Cunningham here? <laughs> <laughs> what am I, Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> you said All Matthew. Matthew McConaughey? Actually, it's pronounced Matthew, but that's chill. <laughs> All right. And I'll All right. All right. I keep getting older. They keep pronouncing my name wrong. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I would. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'd have. I'd have drinks with McConaughey. I'd have a lot of beers with McConaughey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna get fucked up. Yeah. But it'll feel casual. I, I don't think, think like, he's someone that forces anything on you. But no, just, no. you, you feel. You feel uh, obliged. And I feel like his energy <laughs> would make it seem like he's drinking more than he actually is. Yeah. And so, like, I'd be like 12 deep. Uh, he's, he's like, I only had one. I got to drive the Lincoln. <laughs> you got to listen to some of his, um, his interviews so that he's given. Has he him. been on a specific one? Or did you just go into your like podcast no. app and search for me? Matthew McConaughey and uh, listen to all of his interviews. No, no, no. I've never, I didn't even know you could do that. Just search for people in podcasts. But yeah, that, you know, if they list sense. them in the title or whatever, yeah. He was on a podcast that I do not like because I don't particularly like the, the vibe fuck? of this guy. Um, he was on What the Fuck, but I'm not talking about What the Fuck. Uh, okay. Wait, was he on What the Fuck? I think he um, was. Dak Shepard's. I don't like Dak Shepard. And I forget what it's called, but um, 
and I don't want to like go in on whatever. We're just he, he's a different kind of person than I'm. I just don't. I'm not feeling his vibe. But um, yeah, McConaughey was really good on that on that podcast. He's really really good on that podcast. So and okay, so he, what you listened to was the Dax Shepherd's mm-hmm. podcast that, and then Matthew yeah. McConaughey was a guest. Yeah, and McConaughey has that thing. Some people just have this. Um, in a way, it's almost the anti thing that I have. Some people have this thing where McConaughey's around, and you you just wanna be around him, right? Like mm-hmm. you you wanna listen to him, you wanna uh, you wanna drink with him, you wanna have fun with him, and I think he I think he kind of. I think he gets the party started, but not in the way that like a Jamie Foxx gets the party started, to go back to how Eric feels about him. McConaughey's vibe is like a little bit more chill about it, where Jamie gets on the piano and probably mm-hmm. just starts singing, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is just as fun, in my opinion. But I think McConaughey just has that different, that different kind of vibe. And I think, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's probably the kind of guy, that rare guy that I think I would like. Like you all know, when I like a guy, I go all in. I try to court them right away. Sam Ajayi, last guy I've ever liked. Sam Ajayi, most recent guy, not last guy. Most recent man that I've liked. Sam Ajayi, great guy. Great guy. Great good guy. Great good guy. Very smart. Very smart man. What's he up to? Very tall. Started his uh, business with his brother, man. Oh, cool. So doing uh, tech shit. All right. Um, Focused on getting people of color like involved in, I don't know. I'm just going to bullshit, but it's something to tech and focused on people of color doing something and they're getting some heat. So big ups to them for doing their damn thing. And going to have a baby soon. I'm hoping I can say that. <laughs> you better check. Uh, yeah, I'll check. check I think, and then like, I think holler at us everybody. and let me know if I need to... I'm pretty sure everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Him and uh, Jessica gonna have a baby. A very tall baby. <laughs> tall babies. Tall babies. I mean, what if the baby ends up being short? Well, it's funny because it his... His other brother, who they call short, or he is short. He's my height, right? And then his other brother, as you saw, is like three or four inches taller than Sam. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, but my my guess is that baby will come out as tall as I am. Like at birth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think it's gonna be a tall baby. You're just gonna give your clothes as baby clothes. I think Eric and, and Kels have are, have a tall baby. Uh, Mila seems like she's gonna be tall as fuck. Yeah, I think she's gonna be tall. And then actually, you you have like a I'm, giant baby. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a beast. <laughs> I have a man baby. <laughs> like if you look close enough, he has like a little bit of hair. <laughs> 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 He'd just be eyeing you when you eating man food. Oh, what's that over there, man? (laughs) You'll finish that rib. Finish that. (laughs) Yo, there's still some meat on that bone. He just coughs on my plate. (laughs) 
uh, actually the other day, he was doing something. Uh, and then like he yelled at me uh, because I was telling him not to do it. He was just like, ah! and then I just like got di- like I got down on my haunches and I just stared him in the eye. I was just like, you never yell at me like that. You try to he alpha. like he like eyeballed me for a little bit, like eye to eye, for like a good five seconds, and then he just like fell on his butt and crawled away. Yeah, how old is he again, Leon? As you... like, uh, don't try to change the story, okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sixteen months. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making sure he knows know. now. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what yeah. my parents did with me and my brother. I mean, there's just even uh, I try to explain it to people like. I don't know. I'm sure none of you have ever, ever cursed out your folks or whatever, but when I, or maybe you did shit, I don't know, but I have like a real cursing out. No, I have, I don't know, man. I, I would go accidentally said a curse word. In no, no, no. Like mom. I, I seriously had white friends that would like tell their parents to shut up and shit. And I'd be like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? No. Yeah. Just like, it was weird to experience no. that. I wouldn't be here today if I had <laughs> Like, for real, though, if I had ever said any shit like that, man. My parents broke us so early. Chris was supposed to be six foot four. I was. I was and then he asked his mom tall. for directions. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to. Oh, man. It's wild. Stop. Have a time. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Is that dude still alive? Uh, 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 yes. MC uh, Hammer is still alive. Hammer. Hammer time. Pumps in a bump. You, you haven't <laughs> said anything that makes me think that he's still alive. <laughs> um, <sighs> have you seen him? Seen him? Oh, God. What? I mean, talk about someone who made a ton of money and gave it all away. Should put some stuff into savings. Mm-hmm. Savings. Mm. See how much he's worth. You know, Hammer's still worth one point seven million. I, I mean, mean, he made so much money though. Yay! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like one point seven million in a week. I know. I'm just saying. I'm he also hired everyone from his, he, his neighborhood. He gave everyone opportunities. Sure did. Sure did. And also built a ridiculous house. Yeah. You know, there's, there, it's, you know, Hammer's got a good heart. <laughs> pumps and a bump, pumps and a bump. <laughs> That's like all I, no matter what, no matter how I'm currently thinking about Hammer, I will always go to that fucking video and go, whew, that was a dark time for Hammer. I mean, my man was in a Speedo. Right? Barely. Barely. I mean, barely. And here's the thing, yo. If you're wearing a Speedo <laughs> and you're packing like Hammer's packing, you're making a statement. Mm-hmm. You're making a statement. That shit was wild. And I just remember his wife being interviewed and she was like, they was like, the interviewer didn't know how to ask. <laughs> and she just like stopped her and she was like, <laughs> 
oh yeah that's real it's real child it's real i was just like mm-hmm. jesus christ but then it's still hammer like hammer if you look at hammer and how he dressed and you're like what the fuck how are you so popular how are you so popular it's insane it, it was a sp- he had a look I think and it was that, his dancing. That the got the look combined with the dancing. Because I think if he was doing like that, the typewriter, if he was doing the typewriter in just like jeans, in Jordash jeans, it probably wouldn't have been successful. But the Wait, fact is that, that move it, called the typewriter? Yeah, when he's going like back and forth. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. I didn't is know that, that what that is? I was like, what is this? He's talking, what's this type of Yeah. Okay. It's like a big ass jacket that has no middle and like, those big that's ass no pants. Middle. That's how a jacket works. <laughs> it, no, but it doesn't have was... buttons or a zipper, sure. But no, it has no There was middle? no way that the jacket. <laughs> was going to ever connect and be able to close. Hammer fills things out. That's just what we've learned. (laughs) (laughs) Hammer fills the void. He also had like an escrow or something going on, right? Like, yeah, he had the, he had a little Jerry. Yeah. A little juice in there. And then he had the step for a while. Yeah. But like, not just the straight step. He had the kind of like sloped step where it's, yeah, it's like layers in the back and then it's like uh, lined up all kinds of shit man that was, that was, the, that was the first concert i ever went to, to quit. Hi, hi. i was gonna say that was one of my first uh cds was please hammer don't hurt them oh god i got that and tone Loke at the same time with, with cd makes me question when you got that album uh <laughs> Because I had hella hammer tapes. Yeah, my first I had tapes. My first tape was Beastie Boys and then Depeche Mode. Yeah, I had first tapes were uh, Young MC and um, Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Guns N' Roses, all right. Yeah, interesting. Been dancing with Mr. Brownstone. Slash is black and nobody knows <laughs> it. <laughs> I need a little patience. <laughs> that should be the new uh, DNC theme song for this week. Slash. I mean, Slash is a, more successful than patience. Um, Axel. Yeah. By far. By far. Yeah. Way more liked. Oh, oh shit. Chris, Eric, and Leon, aka Broke Gravy, are three storytellers slash artists slash comedians. They've got thoughts. I don't understand. I mean, this isn't a political statement, but I don't understand when people abuse. It's like, I think it's harder to abuse your power than it is just to be thoughtful. I think you really got to try just to be an asshole when you're on top. Everybody loves you anyways. It's like, hmm, what aren't you getting? What do you need that you need to abuse your position that you've been given? Just be fucking like 
fuck, man. You know what I mean? Like, give you a bunch of money and power, and are you changing to the point where you're, like, treating people like shit? Or are you, like, using that power for, I want to say for good, but I don't know if I believe in that anymore. But, like, you know, are you just using it for the, like, spread positivity? I mean, I'm, I generally believe the kind of, that money just amplifies your own kind of your own morals and character traits. Hmm. Mm. Like, I'm sure there's certain things that are hard to, that, that change that are just kind of situational. Like, I don't know. It's hard for me to un- quite understand what having a millions and millions of dollars does to you. Yeah. But, and there probably are certain things that I would suddenly become accustomed to, but I still, like, I don't know. <laughs> what are those things, Eric? <laughs> like access and yeah. shit like that. But I'm also, like, like, I'm not going to suddenly start treating people like shit. Right. Yeah. You I know, feel like, like Eric would never wear the same T-shirt, would wear a T-shirt once. and then No, no, he wouldn't. Be, he would wear the same T-shirt. But it would be different artists that he would represent. Just like 365 different artists in the... I think, I'll tell you right now, this is what I think Eric, (laughs) we could go through, this is what Eric would do. I think Eric would have, Eric and Kelsey, I think they would have a personal chef. And I think Eric would, I think Eric might even, instead of just having a machine in his garage, I think Eric might even have like, um, they're not called a physical therapist, what the fuck, a trainer. I think Eric would then have like a trainer. He might get a new whip. Like maybe, maybe might get a new whip. But not anything extravagant. No, 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 no. Nothing extravagant. Yeah. But he might like get a new whip and then he would travel. He would just like be traveling and shit and probably pay for meals if we were out with him. Mm-hmm. It would be like, yeah, we're clearly yeah. not. I'd hang out with Rich Eric. Eric's going to pay for it. Oh yeah, I'd hang out with Rich oh, Eric for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd have a personal chef. I'm not saying I, I wouldn't necessarily. I'd try and <laughs> see how it goes. I, tr- I, tr- I would get a trainer before I would get a chef. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, that one's pretty accurate. Uh, whip. Mm. I, as soon as you said it wouldn't be anything fancy, you're like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, like I would get a nice. I would, I would maybe get a nice version of something very efficient. But I also don't like driving. <laughs> See, Leon would get a whip. Leon yeah. would get the fresh car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leon would be like, he goes right to his like special tailor downtown. Oh, oh yeah. Suits. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tailor made Leon. Yeah. Form fitting Leon, mm-hmm. right? And the car would be like custom. the same color as a suit. Custom, <laughs> custom. You'd have car. three whips, three suit colors. The Mix same, the same or at least color as the lining of the suit. Uh huh. So, so me, I get out, and you're like, "Ooh, that dude coordinates!" And then I just give it a little flash, and you're like, "Damn!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are Chris any is of just going to build a taller fence. <laughs> <laughs> Looking in my yard, uh, I I don't wear jewelry. Yeah, I'm not a jewelry person. Yeah, either. um, I am you trying to get used to. <laughs> you got a chain, though. I do not oh. have a chain. Oh shit! I do not. Okay. Um, I remember my mom got me for college graduate or high school graduation a watch 
and like a gold chain with a little cross on it and i wore them once and i was just like it's not it's not me yeah i did wear like um i did there are pictures of me from freshman year where i have like a like a corded choker with like a little wooden cross on it did you say choker choker like a tight yeah 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 Ugh, yeah. shit. I made Were some you bad... in a horror movie? <laughs> I made some bad choices. I made some bad choices. I'm aware of this. Uh, a choker? Like, you know, just like it's tighter. Not... Yeah, I know what a choker yeah. is, man. Damn. A choker. Look. Ew, what was that? <laughs> Don't... Did you just growl at us? Don't... <laughs> No, I'm not DMX. Um, Michael Vick got me. Thousand and one yum. I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, Yeah, but no, no jewelry, no jewelry in general. Yeah, I have one watch. Yeah, that that you have to wear. That is my replacement for a wedding band, and I basically wear it for. Special occasions, like you know, that's kind of it. Yeah, I'm trying to get used to wearing a watch because I do. When we were like in person, going to uh, meetings in person and whatnot, I do. I hate when I see people check the time on their phone. Oh, so I was yeah, like, I still do that. <laughs> I was like, Even watch on. <laughs> <laughs> watch doesn't even work. I'll grab it with the hand with the watch it. on and look at that <laughs> and then I'll put it down. <laughs> yeah. So I was making like a conscious effort to wear a watch just so I could like indiscriminately check the time for things. Uh, I tried it on stage once. I didn't like the fact that it limited my physicality. Um, just like if I want to fall, I want to fall. I don't want to worry about busting up a watch or anything. Doesn't that segue into one of those questions? Oh, it sure does. Oh, somebody's been looking at the notes. Okay. Okay. We got a question from the audience from KMO Humboldt. Do you have a favorite performing shirt or shoe? Something that makes you feel like a badass. Um, you remember the show that we did? I want to say it was maybe Vancouver. And like, I showed up with like never worn before. Uh, it was my blue, my blue and white Adidas that I had never worn before. And I literally like took them out of the box, took the paper out of the shoes and put them on for the first time when going on stage. I was like, yeah, that was, with Broke Gravy, that was uh, kind of, that was my, like, badass moment. Uh, But then with Whiskey Tango, it was, like, the fact that we would wear suits, no matter how hot it was in that motherfucker, that was, like, just our little, like, our stamp of, there's nothing you can throw at us that we can't handle. I, remember I just the- got hot thinking. About it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wow. with Whiskey Tank, I was like, oh, yeah. you motherfuckers. 
Just yeah. why? The first time that we performed <laughs> together, we were like, so we came up with the idea of whiskey tangle. Then we we're like, all right, gentlemen's improv. And then we're like, well, we have to wear suits and Jesus. drink whiskey. And then so the first time that we did a show, it was uh, one of those the seventeen minute competitions that they used to do. Oh yeah. Previous. And uh, our oh, the way we entered onto stage was we all walked out. One of us got a bar stool. We all took off our jackets, folded them, and then laid them out over the bar stool. Is that like two minutes? And before, <laughs> yeah, it, it ate up far too much time for us to ever do that again. But was, I remember we got some comments after that of like, you guys are too alpha, like there's too many alpha males on stage right now. It's very just like, it just isn't pleasing to watch. I'm like, well. We've been described that way. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch it then have we really been described as alpha males yes i've heard us described as alphas hmm. i was like okay i don't consider myself an alpha i'm more of a omega <laughs> like it is end it, it. <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't start it i end it <laughs> interesting huh i would oh well, well i guess yeah. to get back to the question no I just like colorful shoes and a t-shirt. It doesn't matter. Um, unfortunately, a hat makes me feel more myself and I tend not to wear hats on stage. So I always kind of feel a little bit, you know, Samson-ish basically, like my hair has been cut, but I do love to have a hat on. And for some reason I can do improv with a hat and feel fine, but I just feel like maybe the optics of a hat but I don't know where the fuck that actually comes from. I just, I just always yeah. take my hat off. So yeah. I don't like wearing a hat when performing improv because then I can't, imp- like I can't oh. buy my hat. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that makes well, sense. you already have a hat on. Why are you buying yeah. a cowboy hat? <laughs> yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> oh, by the way, I thought of a, and I'm not blocking you, Eric, but I thought of a, uh, a format. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Go on, Eric. You answer. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. Uh, no, not really. Uh, when uh, I think back when we used to dress up a little, or I guess, or I, sh- I guess I should say, when we would have shows that we felt like we should dress up for, I had like a short sleeve light blue T-shirt that I really liked, like a button up, I, light, yeah, button like up a button up short sleeve, short sleeve that. I had for like ever like Mm -hmm. I've had it since or I should say I had it since um you know I lived in Minnesota like I think died probably a year or two ago um but that was one that was kind of a go-to if I didn't have like multiple shows in a row where it's like oh she just wear that shirt um but then once we like went to wearing just t-shirts more regularly um not really just some just a good pair of uh whatever shoes i'm wearing at the time and you know probably probably a darker t-shirt because i sweat a shit ton on stage (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah uh so like black navy blue yeah probably probably one of those two colors but yeah but what i like is like you sweat in your body and so you can hide that shit. I sweat in my head. 
Me too. And so, like, (laughs) I will cry during scenes just so I can, like, (laughs) wipe this shit away (laughs) without it being noticeable. You know, I don't know why we never just had towels off to the side so that when we're off to the side, we could just wipe our heads real quick. Yo, this is... This thing we should manufacture improv towels because oh absolutely. So how do you feel about this format? It's a game, actually. It's called What's in the Box. It doesn't really matter. So what's in the box? Dot dot dot. It doesn't really matter. And all it is literally, we do what we do anyways. Well, no, no, no. This would actually be different. We're just doing long form. We're doing long form. And then uh, at some point, cat or whoever just kind of slides a box. And we don't know what's in it. We have no fucking idea what's in it. They just kind of slide the box and it's like in the corner of the stage. So like we are now aware that the box is on the stage. We go about, we're doing whatever we're doing. And then when whoever feels inspired, boom, boom, boom. Like you go to the box, right? And the box, whatever's in there, you justify. It is a part of whatever we've created. So it could be slid out in 40 minutes, right? And we're almost done or like 30 minutes. You open the box, you take whatever's out and like, it's now in our reality. Part of the scene. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck it is, like whatever the fuck it is, it's just justified. You have to make sense. And we don't know what's in the box because we haven't put whatever it is in the box in the box. Um, I like this. And I also like this as a way of... Um, I don't know what the donate like donation gathering. So not fundraising, but like getting donations for uh-huh. something. So like a maybe it's like, too. oh, okay. I didn't know about this. Oh, that's right. With the clothes. Yeah, we saw them. In- yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. I'm confused. What are we talking about? Here? So sweater puppies, I'm going to uh-huh. put a pin in what I was saying. Sweater puppies, they uh, ask for clothing donations yeah. uh, for people, audience members to bring clothing donations to their shows. And then they wear different clothes from those donations on stage to uh, accentuate whatever character that okay. they're putting on there. Or the and then they donate them after the show. Yeah, and then they donate them afterwards. Okay. Um, we would have to wash the shit out of any clothes that oh, we. I'm sure they wash the clothes before they do. <laughs> but the clothes maybe, don't maybe form. Don't. Yeah. The clothes. The characters already formed, and then they're like, "Oh, this." sweater whatever goes with this or what happens multiple different ways sometimes they grab it in the scene sometimes they like oh this makes me think of a character and we'll do it yep but yeah they're fucking awesome what i'm thinking with what you said uh chris is like if people are bringing donations like whether it's things to donations for school supplies or donations for whatever and then they get collected and then at some point cat like goes through finds one of the things puts it it in a box slides it on the stage and so it's just like a way of also giving back with the format and the key is just not to play to the box at all you know what i mean like right i'm like oh look a package yeah yeah yeah, exactly exactly like you can do that once (laughs) (laughs) every week it's like jesus okay and even better (laughs) i think even when it's clear that someone's made the move that they're gonna pull whatever out of the box. I think even before you pull it out of the box, you make like a fucking 
<laughs> like just a strong statement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I love that yes. shit. I was just confidently like, and you know what, motherfucker? Like whatever it is, and then they just pull it yeah. out, and it's just like, oh shit. Like with what I just said, this makes no sense. How do you make that work, right? And that's the thing that makes uh, the TEDx uh, oh yeah thing work mm-hmm. is. Yes, they're very good at just thinking on the fly, but the way that they make a confident and bold statement before switching to a slide that they have no clue what's on that slide, and then you have to find a way to tie it back in, yeah. that's the magic. Like, that's yeah. that special sauce. And I love it when they click they haven't even looked at it and they keep talking and they're pointing back and just making these statements and the audience is like, Oh my God. And they clearly haven't looked at it yet. And then, and then they look Yep. like, that's just like, Oh shit. That's <sighs> remember that guys. Oh. That was like, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, Actually, that segues into another question. Oh, okay. From um, E Lady Lark, uh, what is a happy pre twenty twenty memory that you've thought about recently? Shout out to E Lady Lark and Camo. Yeah. Um. What's a happy memory? E Lady Lark be posting some wild shit. By the way, <laughs> wild shit. She's funny. Um. Happy memory from 2020? Uh, Pre-2020. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know how, like, various photo apps or whatever will be like, hey, remember this? Mm -hmm. Like, here's a flashback. Uh, Recently, I had a, like, must have been on, like, the day or two days before Halloween, uh it did like a little flashback to 2015 when my dad was here visiting me and uh basically it was like the only time that my dad visited in visited portland before he passed and i didn't even realize i had taken a picture of him at all but it's literally just a picture of him walking into the rose garden because like the uh, the day he came in, like he was here for like two, two and a half days, maybe just kind of a quick trip. Uh, he flew in, I picked him up. We went to like, we went on like a short walk to some like waterfalls on the like way back. Um, actually we, well, we went down the, co- uh, we went down the gorge a little bit and just like pulled off a couple spots, like saw a waterfall, some like, like hills and shit. Nothing too crazy. And then on the way back, we stopped at the Rose Garden. I just walked around. It was just like most of, honestly, most of his time here, we're just walking around and just catching up. And it was really nice. Um, It's like, I remember tons of stuff from that, like couple days that he was here. It was really, it was like a really nice time having him here. Um, But again, I, I didn't even know I took a picture of him and just that picture kind of made me think of it, which was really nice. That's dope. Um, like, uh, yeah, just walked around a bunch, met, you know, he got to meet some of my friends, some people he knew, like, he knows my buddy Jared, because uh, we went to college together. Um, it was the, um, 
that night we went to a bar to watch the Timbers play and it was the night of the double post. <gasps> oh, which so that's, like, a, that's a great memory. <laughs> like we, the three of us and a bunch of ran, you know, a bunch of random Timbers fans watched uh, epic Timbers, like an, a legendary Timbers victory at Migration Brewing. Mm, um, nice. For uh, to so basically, Chris, uh, the game went into overtime, and then from overtime, it went into penalty uh, kicks. Kick, penalty kicks, mm-hmm. and it's five people kick, and then it's like sudden death after that they went through the whole lineup like and once you get to 11 the goalies kick and so yeah so like the goalies ended up kicking and that's when we won yeah because uh their goalie kicked first yeah and kawarse saved their goalies kick kawarse was the timbers goalie at the time do you have a fucking ghost behind you yeah i I feel like it's a it's a 38 pound uh, <laughs> 16 month old ghost the way that swung open that was funny i was like oh you say 38 pounds yeah is that real or is that a joke that that is a real number and the motherfucker like can open doors <laughs> like turns doorknobs and walks into rooms he's like oh you in here all right let me know when you're done <laughs> He's got a newspaper under his arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I I never, I mean, Um, obviously I don't follow soccer, but that sounds... Yeah, and and then, so a couple of plays before that, the tempers were basically, like, down one, and so our goalie had to save the ball, save the kick. And I don't remember who kicked it, but basically he his kick went off of one post, ricocheted, and stayed out of the goal, hit the other post and bounced out. So that's why it's known as the double post game. Like to the point where when they they basically named one of the bars in the in the stadium the double post. Oh wow! Because that because that year the Timbers won and won the MLS Cup. So it's kind of like a legendary. Yeah. So that game, like me, Kelsey, and my dad watched live. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If you go back and watch like the the highlight videos from that game there is per- portions of it where you'll see me and my crew in section 104 just going nuts. I've never hugged so many men in my life as during that. <laughs> just like every shot was like pressure once it got past five. Yeah. It was like, if you miss, then you leave it wide open for them to win. Yeah. Oh God. That's a good That's memory. Yeah, I'm going to take awesome. that as my uh, happy <laughs> memory. I hadn't even thought about that in a little bit. What year was that again? That was 2015. 2015. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, um, I think it's so funny. I'm going to go so opposite of like... <laughs> I, uh, I had... <clears throat> I think I had re- I'd recently become single and I was alone in my house like for the first time because I hadn't known I had not known the house 
without somebody else in it, basically. <laughs> um, and I was alone in this house, and winter was coming, right? Like, <laughs> so like seven Halloween, seasons of it. Yeah. Winter was coming, <laughs> and uh, I decided to get a tree, a Christmas tree, and I didn't have a dog at this time. And I was I clear I wasn't dating anyone at this time. And uh I put lights on it and I got um some ornaments and I, I posted up the tree in front of my I have like a two big bay windows and I and I posted it up there and put some lights on it and <laughs> lit it up and turned off my lights and uh and I just remember feeling like one like holy shit, like, I'm a single black man who has been fortunate enough to, like, own a house by myself. Like, I don't know. There's something about that for what I kind of thought how people do things, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? As a, as a, Even as a child, like, you. And I just sat in darkness looking at this tree kind of blink I had those blinking lights and I just felt so good it was wild like I felt so like good thinking of because I know my parents probably worry about me or whatever and you know my brother's married and all this other shit and I just felt like I felt like everything's gonna be fine like everything's cool I can take care of myself and I can have moments like this and just like appreciate appreciate the moment but it was it was like because i got a tree because i wanted to get a tree too you know what i did mean did you like, go and cut it down or did no, you okay. no 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 no. i just got i just got a tree and now i have now i have like a fake tree that i just bust out Man, every I year want, that looks I want, real i want to it go back real. to a fake tree it looks real I it really looks real do. um it's just so much easier to to deal with you know yeah. but th that was a good memory you don't have to convince me on a fake tree yeah i grew up with that just like the aluminum branches that i color oh. coded so you know what which level to put them in uh-huh yeah <laughs> and then as soon as christmas is done put it back in the box put it in the closet with the coats aren't needles everywhere and shit yeah shit. i say i say coats like we had coats in florida we had, yeah. wind, we had windbreakers <laughs> yeah florida has a lot of things Florida. I'm just happy that this this year it's not coming down to Florida. Like Florida made up its mind early. Mm. Like we're racist. Y'all know it. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna let you know on the first night. Yeah. Oof. Well, well, Nancy. Was that a Ronald Reagan impression? <laughs> <laughs> you have a fucking Ronald Reagan impression. Wow. Now we got Reagan Republicans pretending like they're Democrats. Shit. What was that? <laughs> that? oh, that's funny that was uh that was the internet auto playing something 
because mm-hmm. I real quick just peeked to see. Uh, Have you all heard of uh, Muck? Oh God, what's it called? Muck, muck Rickers. Muck, fuck. It's like this muck fuck? eating muck fuck. No, my Good kids website. just told me about it. Muck, muck ruckers, hamburgers. It's uh. Oh, <laughs> mm, I miss me some fud ruckers. Garbage What's fries, that? though. They do have garbage fries, but that like <laughs> buffet. Yeah, yeah, all about that. It's called um. Muck mouth. Maybe. Muck and McGillicuddy. All right, guys. Let me mukbang. It's called mukbang. Mukbang. It sounds dirty, doesn't it? But <laughs> so my eighth grade kids today were like, uh, "Mr. Williams, check out this mukbang. Get on YouTube." And I was like, "You must be out your goddamn mind. You think I'm gonna get on YouTube with y'all and share my screen?" So I looked up mukbang, and uh, it's fucking people eating giant plates of food and then just talking to you and this shit has millions of hits oh i never felt like such an old man in my life like where they're at a restaurant or they're in their home and they're They're, just eating and they're in their home eating giant bowls of noodles and then just like saying something after they're eating or they're not they're not talking to you at all and they're just like you just hear all the fucking sounds of them eating. Oh, this is different. It's disgusting. From what I was thinking. It's so popular. It's so, probably some shit like uh, who I who did I just say was wild? E lady. E lady probably be watching this shit. E lady. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. It don't make no sense. They're just eating giant. And I'm trying to figure out like, is this? Sexual? It's, I don't think it's sexual. I think they're just eating fucking giant plates of food. I suggest a level of ASMR, which I also don't understand. Yeah, just grosses me out. I don't yeah. I've seen one video of that, which was a woman Kobe just Ashi. eating like a big ass bucket of crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> now for. For Leon, this was sexual. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there we go. I turned on the lights, put on the Christmas tree. And... <laughs> but are we desperate? Have humans yes. become desperate? Desperate for connection. Because when that, the way that I got to that bucket of crab legs video <laughs> was... Uh, there was this trend about a year, maybe two years ago, I don't know, where people would set up a camera at, like, they'd go to a restaurant and they'd set up a camera and they would just order food like you would if you were having a meal with somebody and then they'd publish it on uh, YouTube or whatever and people would watch other people just having a meal. So it's like a way of like feeling like you're having a meal with somebody and connecting. Oh my God, that's with sad. The person. And I was like, same reaction of just like, I'm, I am far too old for this shit. Ugh. Like if I want to watch a person eating a meal alone, I will just go to a bar. Amira. And <laughs> watch someone eat a meal. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about 
there's always someone in the bar alone, right? Yeah. Drinking alone, eating alone. I've always been like, respect, yo, respect. Yeah. Just do your thing. You're in the bar, <clears throat> you're enjoying the drink by yourself, you're kind of chilling. You clearly don't want to really like talk to anyone. Respect. Just do your thing, man. Traveling for work, I used to do that a lot. Like just, and I got used to do it. Used to just going and popping up at the bar, getting a meal, having a drink. I have mad respect for the people who can do that without talking to the bartender. No. They're just like, yeah, they just got their book and they're just reading and doing their thing because I. Like, I'll get, like, five minutes in and then spark up a conversation. Of course. Yeah. Of course. You can't not. I don't really want to be alone. I used to think it was weird to go to movies alone, and then I grew to prefer going to a movie by myself. When I learned, not learned, but when I got over that same thing, where mm. at some re- for some reason you think it has to be, like, a yeah. thing you do, and it's yeah. not a social activity. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so <laughs> why... Like, don't get me wrong. I love going to movies with people because then there's a built-in conversation, conversation. Yeah. yeah. after. But, like, if I waited to go to movies when there's people to go to movies with me, I wouldn't go to anything. Yeah. Because people are busy, they don't care as much as me, or they don't care about the things I want to see. Like, any number of things. Yeah. Like, I started going to movies by myself when I was, like, after college, when I was working at P.F. Chang's. Mm. and it was in a mall and I would work double shifts with like a gap in the middle and I would there would be times where it would actually be like if I give this one table up that doesn't look like they're going to end soon I could probably go catch the like 2.30 you know Toy Story 3 and be back for my night shift and I would like talk to my manager like you care if I pass this table off and da 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 and like do it and run off and go see a movie and come back from a night shift it's perfect. I saw so many mid shows. Sneak oh, some shit. lettuce wraps into that motherfucker. Oh come on! Sneak some firecracker. Why would I sneak firecracker shrimp? Because <laughs> that's what Leon would do, man. Oh, I firecracker oh, shrimp. Oh, that wasn't even on the menu for that long. I, on, I remember. Man. I have my heyday. Maybe in Florida, that was a bigger yeah. thing. Um, I would go to Johnny Rockets and get oh, like a burger and fries, and then bring that into the movie theater. You want to myself? People. Yeah, oh yeah. I'd what the Brinks outside food in? You're one of the yeah. people where it's like, what does that smell? <laughs> bring, bring oh, the Brinks like outside, outside meals. Food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think, I mean, I I would definitely fill up like a, a to go box with like rice and some stuff. Sometimes, I think the <laughs> worst that <laughs> like the yeah chicken noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Don't go in there. <laughs> um, those old construction thermer- thermoses. <laughs> Yo, I used to want one of those so bad. I thought those were so cool. I don't, what the fuck? I don't know why. But I was like, uh, yeah, that's where it's at right there. Kelsey and I, I were watching it? something the other day. And someone like, oh, we were watching um, uh, the Pamela uh, Aldern, Aldern, all Pamela Albarn. I'm saying it wrong. Uh, it's That's on FX. Better, better things. 
Better Things, yeah. Um, great show. One of the best shows on TV. Uh, and she like brings her daughter like some of her chili in a thermos. Mm-hmm. And I just like, in that moment, I was like, Kelsey, have you ever had soup out of a thermos? She's like, no. <laughs> oh, I have. I've never I've done never. that. It was one of those things that I thought that you had to do like when you start working. <laughs> like when you get a job, you got a thermos and like, the thermos. <laughs> <laughs> up on top and a sandwich in a Ziploc bag. Like that's what I thought you did. And then quickly I realized now people just go to restaurants at lunch. It's like, no, nope. I'm grape nuts and thermoses of soup. That's just me. <laughs> that's me. Just some nice lukewarm broth for me. Keeps me going all day. What you think work is is not what work is when you're a kid. Like, it's not even close to it. <laughs> like, lunch? Motherfucker, like, what's lunch? The shit I do, like, what is lunch? At least when we were in brick and mortar. That shit doesn't happen. You didn't have, like, a teacher's lounge that you'd go hang out in? Like? Yeah, but I'm not a teacher. Oh. So, and I'm not saying, like, teachers, teachers get their lunches because they, like, it's real but like i'd be going to people's houses sometimes and the day's just over so i don't have you know i just never and i don't like to eat fast i don't like to eat i don't like to feel rushed i never eat in a car i think i can't do it it just makes me feel sick yeah i think if i'm on like a long road trip with someone else and they're like eating I'll take the like handing me French fries kind of a thing, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just like breaking open like a, a burger or like a burrito or something, and just like driving and eating at the same time. I yeah, I just feel like I'm gonna get into an accident, and that's how they're gonna find me. It's gonna be blood and sour cream, shredded lettuce <laughs> and mayo. <laughs> Can you drive? Uh... With your knees. Before I started having this hamstring issue, I could drive like from here to Montana straight through. Just like I don't need to stop except for gas. I can just keep going. I can do that there. I can't do it back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, because when I'm going someplace new, then I'm interested oh. in stuff that's around. And then yeah. coming back, I'm just You're like, just fucking want to be home. Or, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can. I'm. I tend to be kind of a get me to my destination sort of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, I'd push through, but yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, do we feel a need to address anything happening? Should we talk about it as if it's already settled? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like it was real uh, hairy there. And while we're still very disappointed in most white people, I'm glad to see that Biden pulled through. Yeah. Um, Nobody come to me telling me that this was a victory for anything. This is not, no. nobody won. Agreed. I'm Biden, also disappointed Biden won in a all, job for all white people. Yeah. All white people. I'm in, and I'm my partner. I'm in, and here's the reason why: the way that I can be disappointed in all men. You know what I mean? Just for like, as a group, mm-hmm. the shit we do. That's why I'm disappointed in all white people. 
I mean, I think white people check your friends because a lot of them are lying to you. That's that's about all I gotta say. Look, if forty percent of the cartons of milk that you opened were rotten, you probably would never trust a carton of milk again. (laughs) 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 Actually, actually, I'll go. Okay, I'll. Okay, let's stick on this food analogy. This is why Democrats are garbage okay here's why democrats are garbage for the past four years republicans have not allowed anyone to eat from this cake they've been like "Ooh, this cake is so good and they've been slicing it off slicing Mm -hmm. it off giving it to each other giving it to each other now most likely there will be a democrat who has the cake and what he will do is give 75% of that cake to the people who didn't share any of the cake at all for four years. And he'll give 25% to his own party. And he'll call that um, meeting in the middle. Yes, meeting. Yep. And that is why Democrats will never truly win shit because Republicans run straight and Democrats zigzag. You cannot run a race like this and win. It's never going to happen till that shit is sorted out. Mm-hmm. By the way, I realized it's a podcast and I just went <laughs> with, my hand, with my hands. I was making zigzag motions, yeah. everybody. Everybody, I was making zigzag motions with my hands to represent so like a fish. Mm-hmm. Or fish to represent, you know, uh, or, if you're or running away from an alligator. That's the garbage, way that you run away from Democrats. alligators. Mm-hmm. Is you zigzag because they can't change directions very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little Florida wisdom for y'all. Wisdom <laughs> was in quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Anything else? <sighs> What is happening? With the tape measuring, <laughs> measuring tape. What do you call it? A tape measurer or a measuring tape? I wouldn't call it a tape measurer. Tape measure. Tape measure. Tape measure. Okay. I got I one do, last uh, thing. One last oh. thing. Oh. Staying up late. <laughs> uh, after dark. To my, to my white progressive and liberal humans on this planet. Racism is a spectrum. It is not uh, lynchings. It is not all lynchings and cross burdens. Mm -hmm. Racism is a spectrum. Mm. And it is those the microaggression spectrum part of it and the little, little digs here and there, the little, little oppressive moves, statements, actions, laws passed. It's all of that that builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds, and builds until you have someone like me 
who is seriously trying to figure out how how much of an interaction he's going to continue to have <laughs> with, white, with white America. <sighs> That's where I'm at. Yeah. It's a spectrum, y'all. Y'all, like, you don't, I think it's easier for you to be like, ah, is it that bad? Because you're looking for fucking people hanging from trees and crosses burning in lawns at night. And that's just not what you see most of the fucking time. And if that's all you're looking for, then you're never going to understand your friends of color when they're saying the shit that they're saying. You're going to be that guy. You're going to be that yeah, but motherfucker. Because you don't, you don't really get it. Because you're looking for the wrong kinds of shit. You know what I called that? I called that the drop. It's like, I don't know if you've ever had like a roof leak or anything like that. Uh, no, like, because this isn't a Bugs Bunny cartoon. But continue. All right. Well, <laughs> if you've ever had a roof leak, like you don't know that there's anything going on. Unless you're like really paying attention and you're really dialed in. But then you'll start to see on your ceiling, you'll start to see like a yellow like ring, like some discoloring that's starting to happen. And then you're like, ah, I can just paint over it. I can just paint over it. I can just paint over it. But then eventually like it saturates enough that the drop starts coming through and you start seeing, you start getting that leak, that little drip. And the problem is you can't fix it at that point. Like, it seems like it's just little microaggressions, little things that are happening. Oh, I'll just put a cup under it or I'll just patch it up. But up above that, it's all rotted out. It's all gone. And you're expecting a roof leak. Oh, my roof's going to leak. It's just going to pour water out. But that's not the way that it works. Mm. So this is the drop. And I guess you have a choice. You can ignore the drop or you can sell the house and do for sell the house. Barbados. Well, <laughs> yeah. You, you got to you got to start respecting the roof before there's even a problem. Do mm. some maintenance. Take care mm-hmm. of your shit. Mhm. Mhm. See a little growth on there, take care of that on the shingles. Mm-hmm. And your roof is going to take care of you. There you go. Little wisdom from Broke Gravy. <laughs> I mean, why are you always labeling shit? <laughs> I'm just looking for that trademark, baby. That trademark? <laughs> uh, like, you want to uh, trademark Broke Gravy? Yeah, sure. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Stamp. <laughs> Fucking okay. We should do broke gravy uh, Christmas shirts. Okay. We're all where we all look like. <laughs> what like the fucking? Uh, I just like, <laughs> abominable snowman <laughs> like uh, frosty claymation shit. Maybe yeah, I'd be the Grinch. <laughs> Make me green. Oh. Before we go, uh, I enjoyed uh, Blair Witch. Pride, pride, uh, par- pride. Yeah. What the fuck was it called? 
Parody. Project? It wasn't Parody? called the Blair Witch Project. The Parody. Blair Witch Parody. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Y'all were good. Yeah. I was... Uh, I. Shelly had told me that uh, Eric was doing the old man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was just like in passing in the middle of like filming. And then mm-hmm. when I saw it, I was like, damn. This is exactly how he's going to look when he's <laughs> what he's old. Like that is going to be you in like 25 years. He did that stare with the, with the head tilt. <laughs> That was making me laugh. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that character on stage. <laughs> oh. And that yeah. jacket. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Is well, that still uh, available for people to go and download? No. Them? No. I don't think so. But also, it's your show. Why are you asking us? <laughs> I caught it the last, the last chance possible and... Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So keep it up, y'all. Yeah. It was uh it was actually it was real nice to go and run around with a couple of people and actually perform again. Yeah. Um fucking Michael Fetters is <laughs> stupid funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so low-key. And then it goes from low-key to outlandish. Step function. No mm. ramp up. Mm. All right. What's good? Right. Oh, shit. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, man. You're like, I want one of those shirts, but I ain't going to do it this week. I ain't doing it. I was hoping mm-hmm. I had one in the drawer. I have what's good. Um, I mean, hey, what's good is I have uh, a whole bunch of vacation to burn <laughs> between now and the end of the year. So, as I said last week, I think. I have today and tomorrow off of work. And, uh, yeah. Got some chores done today. Looked at some uh, insurance, health insurance. That open enrollment season is going on. Oh, that's for you right now? It's not in the big, it's not in like start in September? Mm mm. November. Oh. I mean, it makes sense that yours would be September, though, because you're the school year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that there's much rhyme or reason. I don't know. Mm. Mine is right now, too. I got that Moda. Okay. Is that good? Well, I had Kaiser, but oh, I just Kaiser wanted sucks. to. So you yeah. to a PPO. Yeah, I just. Whatever. But I'm getting therapy on my uh, FSA now. So tax deductible basically so it's cool smart i have this thing called an eap what does that stand for i uh, could look it up but i won't um it's like well okay so i have uh shit what do i have i don't remember the name i I've, i forgot what the name of my insurance is but they have this thing on it called eap and i basically get um like i don't pay for 
my therapy. Oh, it's shit. Part of your insurance? That's nice. It Basically, it's like I get eight sessions for free per issue per calendar year. So, like, literally, I used eight of them, and then I filed again with a different issue, and oh, I get eight shit. more. And it includes anyone in my household, so Kelsey can use it, too. Damn. Damn. I don't understand, but... They, they want healthy people. I mean, you'd fucking think, but... It, mm, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm not going to argue with bills? it. Can I get some bills sent to your house? Shit. For like a month, if I can get Just, on that plan. Sure, you want to pay for my gas, my garbage? Uh, sure. Uh, sure. All right. Yeah. I got recycled. Where's Leon? He just left. <laughs> he he, just he works left. early. He works <laughs> leaves for work real early. That's a um, good plan. I hope there's somebody great. who works in HR at some company that's listening right now that uh, looks that one up. Cause yeah, I mean, and with that, I also have like a health savings account, and uh, mm-hmm. like I, I'm, yeah. I guess, I'm. It's the first time I've ever had a health savings account. It just feels like you more did the shit. health savings account instead of the FSA. So there's an HSA, which the money will HSA. roll over. So I couldn't yes. do an HSA. Yeah. I had to do the FSA yeah. because so you have to use that have shit, a high right? deductible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I have an HSA. Yeah, and I have if if I were using childcare, I could get a <laughs> childcare. Uh, yo, account. we are killing this podcast right now, yo. This shit, <laughs> you know, this shit is interesting, yo. <laughs> you know, somebody is listening right now. Is like, what? Oh, finally, okay, they got all their paperwork lined out on their desk right now. They're like, oh, Ooh, honey, honey, they're about to go in on Kaiser. <laughs> They about to go in a geyser. I hope oh, the goats. I hope the goats listening right now, and he's just like, "Yo, is this what grownups do?" Oh shit! I mean, we we just went deep on this shit too. Like, just kept talking about it. My what's good is um, <laughs> there's a job in Bend, Oregon, um, that I'm 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 interested in it. I'm interested in learning more about it. I probably. Uh, and I've been told that I'm a good candidate for it. I don't think it's going to work out timing wise for where I'm at right now, but this is the first job where I feel like, Oh, okay. I could do this and enjoy it. And I think if, if it was starting at the end of the year, I would very seriously consider it. Cause I don't mind bend and it's, you know, it's not that far away and all this other shit, but, uh, there's something exciting about other prospects out there that you feel uh, you could do job-wise and like have fun with. And it's for the city of Bend too. And it's pretty autonomous and it could have like an impact on the new school there. It's not that new, I guess it's a few years to college there. Um, I just well, so think you'd be the, working with the college. No, I'd be working with the city, but I have, um, it's one of those gigs where you kind of make it. You kind of mm. set your parameters and stuff like that. It's got, it, it seems cool. I'm actually learning a little bit more about it this Sunday. 
Um, I'm having a, a talk with a person. And uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it just feels good to feel like there's more out there than what I'm I'm currently doing doing. Yeah. Don't go moving a bend now. <laughs> you said that like Bend was fucking Ohio. I mean And also fuck Ohio. Almost is. There's a lot of places that are similar to Ohio that are between here and Bend. Oh, by the way, before we do the last what's good, I just want to say, um, you know, I've been really hard on Ted Wheeler and I've been really thinking about it and I know you got reelected and, you know, I've, I've done some soul search and I really just want to say um, I fucking hate you still and I can't wait till you're gone. So, yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, I hope he doesn't make it four years. Um, but not like in a violence kind of way. Yeah, just, no, like he, you know, you like just he, fuck his psyche. He gets in his pride. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, in his pocket mean, like he like has to back out. Like he has a ghost of Christmas past kind of situation. Like he walks out of his apartment in his condo or whatever in uh, the Pearl. He sounds like, I, yeah, I know. Where's he living yeah. now? Probably Hell. somewhere whiter and brighter. Westland. Hell. Bend. <laughs> he's like, hey, Chris, this is your new boss. <laughs> <laughs> Hell on earth right there, boy. Um, shit. Okay, uh, my what's good. Uh, the last week, I started watching, I don't know if you've heard of the show, Rectify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you watched it, Chris? Or you just know what it uh, is? Never mind. I thought I was thinking of Justify. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh Okay, so sidebar. Uh, if you've never seen Justified, it is fucking great show. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, but no, Rectify. Um, it used to be on like Sundance or something, but I heard about it a long time ago. I think it was like came out in like 2013 to 2016 mm-hmm. um, as kind of this like under the radar gem and finally it just showed up on Netflix so I started watching it uh, and it's just really good it's just really um, okay so uh, so it's about uh, the first episode the main character mm-hmm. gets out of jail he was on death row in a made-up town in Georgia for a uh, rape and murder of someone. Whoa. But he gets out on a technicality. DNA uh, was inconclusive or whatever. And so it's kind of about him and his family and the town grappling with him coming out. Uh, But it's like, it's the show is really, really calm and like just like slow moving and like, I don't know, there's something really nice about it. And it's not, it's not preachy in one way or another. They don't, they suggest that he was, um, they both suggest that he was kind of coerced into uh, raping and killing someone. No, into um, into confessing. Confessing. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. They suggest he was kind of 
coerced into confessing and that was a little shady but then they also don't necessarily make him like a perfect person you think that he maybe could have done it yeah um in my understanding that's kind of how the whole show works i don't know if they're at the end of it there's any sort of conclusion or anything but uh i've watched the think eight or nine episodes and it's that's really fucking good and like i was talking with uh uh the homie Kara Moore about it she was like oh yeah that, that used to be my wind down show i was like yeah it's like strangely calm watching this kind of heavy thing but it's a lot of just like family dynamic and people dynamic and stuff it's really good hmm. All right. rectify. rectify also justified uh, Justin Boom. Timberlake. Bow, bow, bow. That's all. All right. All right. Well. Hey, ho. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next time uh, we'll know who the president is. Yep. I bet we won't. Uh, or I bet we will, but we'll be in the middle of some bullshit lawsuits. Yeah, of course. Huzzah. Of, of course. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> all right. I will talk to you all later. Bye. Oh, no. This has been a Broke Navy production. For updates on podcast releases, live shows, swag, and more, you can subscribe to our newsletter at BrokeGravy.com. You can follow us on Instagram and or Facebook. Or, you know, just keep your ear to the streets. If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Google, Overcast, or just yell it at neighbors and innocent bystanders. They'll get it. We love answering your questions, so if you have one for us, please hit us up at BrokeGravy.com or on Instagram. As always, we appreciate the love and support. Until next time, it's all gravy. Bro gravy, bro gravy.